Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. And so are these fans. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. Boston organization has been well run for a long time now. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! 5-1 to the final tonight! And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. The Red Sox have won the World Championship. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. to They win the World Series four games to one. And the Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century with four world championships. Can you believe it? Welcome to another episode of the Pesky Podcast. We are here episode 20. I am here with my co-host DC. I am the Rit. And with us, we got a special guest today. We've got a a diehard Red Sox fan. We got a man that, that messages us weekly and tells us how great we are doing. We got George Sutherland. How you doing, George? I'm doing great. It's really easy to say you guys are doing great because you are. Your, your podcast is tremendous. Your, your, the things you've been able to put together uh, and the guests you've had on have just been phenomenal. And uh, it, I, it's one of the things I enjoy listening to on a regular basis. So I want to thank you for having me on. This is this is a blast. Hey, uh, with the topic that you uh, kind of threw our way, we could not sit there and not invite you on. <laughs> so, but uh, DC, what's been going on, man? How you been doing? Uh, anything new? Not too much, man. Just been hanging out. I'm hoping my internet holds up. I got kicked out of the basement. So, see how it goes. Oh, the, the Joey Capone's uh, boot you out? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I, uh, the wife and kids are up there eating. So it's a little kind of a madhouse. So I thought I'd get some silence down here. Oh, okay. Get that. So, uh, man, <laughs> let's sit there and, and uh, do a little round robin type thing. Uh, we just got done finishing up the Angel series. Uh, a lot of bad, a lot of bad happened to that series. But let's talk a little enlightenment. Uh, I'm pretty sure both of you guys seen either on Twitter or you know live uh, on ESPN and stuff. Uh, there was a moment shared between AC and Shohei Otani. Uh, DC, did you happen to see that moment? I did see that, but I'm just I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just gonna chalk it up as you know, just the manager checking in with the one of the best players ever. Um, obviously, I'd love to hear him to come to Boston, but. That's gonna be expensive price tag, and I'm just I'm not getting my hopes up. Obviously, I want it to happen, but I'm I'm not thinking too far into it. I think it's just an innocent little moment. George, what about you? AC's a well-respected manager around the league. He's a former player. Um, I'm sure it's gotten back to Otani that you know AC's a good guy. Um, you know, AC loves the game and uh, respects the game. You know, he obviously he can't do anything, you know, because, you know, tampering, you know, like the Angels would start screaming bloody murder. 
but uh, you know it's it, you know it, it never hurts. You know, plus he's got Massa sitting on the on the bench too, and you know those two seem to uh, butt up pretty good during the WBC. So I think it was good. Um, yeah, you can dream, uh, dream big, but yeah, for right now to put it on the back burner unless they decide to do something between now and the end of the season or just go all out at the end of the season. You know, when it becomes a, a UFA, so you know we'll see. Yeah, uh, from what I what I read, AC was just uh, talked to Shoei about getting a ball autographed for somebody down in the double uh, A. Uh, let me try to pull up the guy quick. There was there's a there's a guy in double A that he went and tried to get uh, an autographed ball for, mm-hmm. and you know. He said that's all. Uh, that's all it really was. I can't really. Uh, I can't pull up the guy right now, but it, it was. It was just uh, him trying to be nice. Get get somebody. Uh, I think he's from uh, Taiwan. That's uh, that's in the Red Sox organization. So, but yeah, he, he's like just you know, hi, how's it going? Uh, you know, would love to see uh, get an autographed ball for one of our players because that's the kind of guy AC is. So, uh that, that was a, a high. We got a few other highs. Uh, Tanner Houck, you know, pitched yeah. an amazing game one. Uh, George, what, what about you? Uh, what, what were your thoughts on Tanner Houck's, his, probably his best start this season? I Yeah. Um, he came out, did what he was supposed to. He didn't have, like, the fourth or fifth inning meltdown. You know, it's like he'd be cruising along and all of a sudden, you know, hit the brakes and, you know, kind of go off course. Uh, it's the best I've seen him look in a, in a starting role since you know, definitely this season. And, you know, in the past when he's done spot starts, it, this was this was definitely a plus. Uh, definitely a sign to be encouraged about. Yeah, uh, DC, uh, Tanner Houck, is, is this the real Tanner Houck? I mean, I'm I'm pretty optimistic. Um, obviously, I've said in the past I, I like him in the uh, bullpen just because of the third time through the order. But uh, – I mean, he shut me up last start. We you know, now just want to kind of see three or four consistent starts like that in a row, you know, or string them together. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about him. I'm happy to see that. That's huge. That you know, if he's making those adjustments, I know Alex Cora said, um, you know, they've been working towards this, and he he expects this to continue. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take his word for it. So I, I'm thinking uh, the future is bright for him. Um, like I said, I know I want him in the bullpen, but if he's you know performing like that, by all means, keep him in the rotation. Yeah, uh, Tanner Houck, if he's performing consistently the way he is, like, we kind of need him in our rotation right now. Uh, <clears throat> one of the highs, another high moment, was Klubot finally not being a starter, going to the bullpen. Me, personally, I do not understand what he's going to bring us from the bullpen that he's hasn't brought us from the starting position dc uh, what are your thoughts about uh, a kluber you know ac finally pulling the plug and you know telling him he needs to he's he's going to the uh to the bullpen yeah i mean i'm not too surprised obviously his his start to the season's been pretty pretty terrible if i'm being honest um but the one thing i did like about it i saw his interview you know right after he did, he found out he was going to the bullpen I mean, he owned it. You know, he, he took it like a professional. He said the right things. Um, so it's good to see that, you know, he's taking it seriously to go into the bullpen, start working on the, his mechanics, stuff like that. 
like I said, I'm not surprised. Um, he's on what a one year deal, 10 million. So, um, yeah. In the, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really too much that loss, you know, with being the Red Sox. Um, obviously I think it's, uh, if he struggles, I think, uh, I think, you know, they could cut him loose. Like I said, it's not that big of a deal. So yeah, not surprised. Honestly, it's right on basically right on par with what I thought would happen. Um, I mean, with all the depth we have in the starting position or starting pitching position, uh, you know, you had to make a move. You just had to at this point. George, what about you? He's been a major disappointment. I honestly thought that in the beginning of the year, he'd bring some, some stability, uh, more like a number three in the rotation, you know, veteran presence. He's, you know, he kind of made the transition from thrower to pitcher, you know, last year. And you know, I thought he'd be able to carry on, but he's been a major disappointment. And, you know, right from opening day. And, you know, you just, you kind of held your breath every time he pitched. And there was just nothing. And he, it was like he was running on fumes all the time, even out of the first inning. So, yeah, it, I, it's overdue. And I, I think the clock may be running on him, as DC said. I, you know, I, I think, you know, he, the, the, the countdown's begun because, yeah, it's been unlike Pavetta, who's shown good signs and up and down. I mean, he just hasn't been consistent. You know, Kluber just hasn't done it. So, yeah. Uh, would you guys be okay if they uh, ate the ten million as DF ate them? I would be. I'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, in the relatively in the relative scheme of things, it you know not for you and I, but I mean you know ten, it's short money. Okay, it's not like they signed a twenty million dollar contract. They signed him for ten. You know, season's clo- you know almost halfway there for the sake of argument. You know. In, you know, I've already spent almost four, four to five. So what's another five? You know, it's not, you know, it, it's not going to hurt you. You're still under the, the CBT tax. You know, you're, well, I think, 16 million under. So, you know, it's not like you're making yourself worse. So, yeah, if they, if they yeah. DFA'd him, you know, okay, fine. You know, good luck to you. And if you catch on someplace else and you, you do well, congratulations. Good job. DC? What's that? DC, what, what about you? Are you okay with them de- eating the oh, ten yeah. million and DFA? Oh my bad. I uh, I thought you asked another question because I, I thought I I thought you probably didn't hear me. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm totally fine with that. Like he said, uh, George, um, to the Red Sox, that's that's pennies. You know, to us, obviously, that's a lot more. But cut your losses. Um, kind of. Like, I hate to say it this way, but kind of you know addition by subtraction in that. Yeah, in good that way to put it. it. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, I just think we're about three years late on signing them. You know what I mean? I know we were actually listening to the uh, name redact- or redacted uh, podcast on the way back from the game the other night, and they were saying, talking about that. Um, it's tough. It sucks, man. You know, he, he we wanted to sign him two years ago, three years ago, signs of the Yankees. Then, you know, he wanted to sign him last year, signs of the Rays. And now, now that he's kind of spent, like they were saying on our podcast, it, you know, it's funny that he signed with us at this point. But wishing the best if he does get DFA'd. Uh, he's a pro's pro. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. like I said, I was really impressed by how he, he took the news. Obviously, you know, the big thing with uh, Pavetta kind of saying what he did before, you know, he got sent down ultimately to the, or not sent down, but uh, moved to the bullpen. That was kind of disappointing. So it was kind of refreshing to see a vet, you know, own own up to his mistakes, own up to his performances and, uh, you know, take it like a man. Yeah, uh, hopefully maybe Kluber can, because uh, he said that he's going to be talked to a couple veterans in the bullpen to kind of work on some mechanics while he's there. Uh 
maybe, you know, we can sit there and see him. If they DFA him, I don't think it's a big big loss for us. $10 million isn't, you know, anything bad. I really sit there and think that, like you said, DC, uh, addition by subtraction, we can't have that man go out there and be the way he is, and it's almost a guaranteed loss. Like, our wins in our division right now, we need every win possible. Uh, being swept by uh, the Angels, you know – the playoff picture right there, we were sit there. We're down four games to three now for them uh, in the series, in the season. If it comes down to wild card spots, they they beat us now, you know. Yep. So every win matters for us. And putting out Kluber out there every every five games, six games, having them come in from the bullpen, that's, that's not what we need. But a bright side, Brian Bayo going out game two. He was – phenomenal he had he had all his pitches all the stuff was going for him the dc uh what about brian bayo when he went out there and just not getting the run support from us yeah it's tough man uh the starters really starting to put it together you know the last you know way through the rotation um but i'm impressed by what i've seen from him um his commands there you know he's striking guys out he's making it far into games you know he's getting to the sixth inning to the seventh inning like he did last game um I mean, it sucks. It's, you know, to not get any run support. The office has been, you know, non-existent the last, what, four or five games. I think we scored like a total of four or five runs in the last series, which is, it's not going to get it done. Um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, very happy with what I'm seeing from him. I think he's going to, you know, grow into, you know, a top line starter for us, you know, down the road. I think, you know, another year or two, he could be that top guy, you know, especially if you don't know what's going on with Sale. Obviously, Sale has been tearing it up recently, but, you know, with injuries and all that. There could be a time where Bayo is our ace, you know, in the near future. Um, and I think he's capable. I know we touched we touched on it a little bit in uh, the spring training. Um, I think working with Pedro Martinez was huge for him. You have a guy like that, a Hall of Famer, uh, you know, giving you tips and throw the same pitches, you know, the change up, the, uh, you know, the fastball. Um, I think their tendencies are the same. So having a guy like that give you tips and, you know, guidance is huge. So I'm expecting huge things out of uh, Bayo for sure. Very impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I sit there and personally, I love how the Red Sox organization goes about having uh, former alumni still help these young guys. Uh, Dustin Pedroia worked with Jaron Duran and helped him out. And look at the complete turnaround Jaron Duran has had this season. Uh, Pedro Martinez and Brian Bayo uh, working together. Like, Bayo is a future ace for us, I believe. You know, uh, let's sit there and talk uh, talk a little bit about uh, Paxton. So, George, uh, talk a little bit about about Paxton uh, and how he how he uh, came. He's coming back and he's kind of solidifying himself as the number two starter. He has. He he's he's this staff's number two. Uh, you know, the other night was his third start. Um, <clears throat> His first two were very good. I think he was due to kind of come back to earth a little bit. Um, you know, for what they're paying him, this is this is Christmas morning. And, you know, he's come back strong. His, his arm looks like it like it did in Seattle. He is throwing he is throwing hard. The ball has life and he's he's mixing it up. He had a rough spot the other night against the Angels, but you know, 
wow. I mean, yeah, the joke was, yeah, who? Uh, yeah, that's who. And this is a good find. The secret is to make sure that they you know, that they watch him and make sure that he doesn't try to overdo it. Kind of like what they did with Sale. You know, you, you know, you don't want you don't want him going on again with injury. But wow, what a what a nice pick me up he's been. And he, you know, the other side to this is that he will help somebody like like Bayo. You know, uh, you know, Bayo and Sale not not too bad as, you know, in terms of shabbiness, in terms of being able to look up at veterans on your own staff, especially mm-hmm. with a kid like Bayo. So, I, you know, th- this is found money and, you know, roll the dice, man. Let's go. I think he's been great. Yeah. Uh, Paxton, you know, has been a breath of fresh air to yeah. finally have him see come back out. And we have enough long relief bullpen guys that we don't have to worry about wearing Paxton out right away. You know, let let him you know slowly work his way back in. You know, we got Cutter Crawford, we got Wink, uh, we got Pavetta. Uh, you know, we we've got those guys. We got Kluber now, so we've got people that can eat multiple innings. That we don't have to sit there and worry about him. But when Paxton's going and out there and he's moving, like he did with his first game back, that is got to be something great for the Red Sox uh, fans to see like, okay, if he's coming back looking like this, do we got hope? We, we got a little hope now, you know, we've got a uh, story, you know, we've, we've got Adam Duvall, like Duvall already picked his, his day, his game. He, he wants to come back, you know, yeah. uh, and no one thought that he would be this far ahead right now. Trevor story is another one, you know, we didn't know if he was even going to come back. And now, you know, he, he might be back by all-star break, you know, if, if not shortly after, like we have a lot of breath of fresh air coming and like Paxton was just the first one, you know, and that's not even saying we, we got Mondesi, you know, mm-hmm. being able to come coming through, which I'm not really sure how much we are going to need Mondesi when you look at the middle infielders that came in and stepped up, you know, we got Reyes, we got Yu Chang, uh, we've got Valdez. Like we've had, we have, we have some good young guys that were able to step up when the time's needed, but Paxton, I, I think he's a big, uh, pressure breath air, breath of fresh air. There we go. DC. What about you? Uh, seeing Paxton coming back, uh, looking, as well as he's had. Yeah, very impressed with his his first three starts. I think he's made um, struck struck out at least five in each each all three or each of threes. I think it was nine, six, and five. Um, I think he he would have been fine the other night. As he had that one big inning where he gave up. I think it was a three run home run last night. Um, but yeah, very impressed. I, I wasn't sure what to expect from him. Um, I know he's only thirty two. I think he is, but um, obviously the injuries. And I you know I kind of said it before. I'm surprised his arm's still attached to his body with everything that he went through. You know what I mean? Um, but very impressed, man. Uh, happy. Like you said, it's a breath of fresh air. It's nice to see uh, somebody come back and, you know, perform the way he did. Cause I was a little worried it was going to take a good month or two to even get a, uh, even sniff to where he's at right now. So i um, very impressed. Very impressed. Yeah. So uh, what were your guys' final thoughts on the angel series? Uh, DC, we'll start with you. 
Uh, very, very happy with uh, the pitching performance, you know, all the way around, uh, basically. Um, obviously, the offense was uh, was non-existent. A lot of people that, you know, have been doing well had a you know, tough series. Other than, uh, other than the last game or the one game in uh, San Diego, Devers has, hasn't really been doing anything. One hit here and there going 0-4. Um, Duran's been struggling the last five games, but obviously he was going to come back to earth eventually. He's not going to hit 350, 400 the rest of the year. Um, but very disappointed in the offense, but I think overall it's going to be fine. We just got to, just got to make it to, you know, when we get the injuries or the people back from the, uh, IL, um, but they're capable of doing it. We see it, you know, day in and day out, they can put up seven to 10 runs like that. But then there's also the times, you know, where they go, you know, zero, zero, one, you know, zero, but, uh, yeah, just overall very disappointed with the offense, but, uh, positively optimistic, or I mean, uh, cautiously optimistic with the starting rotation with how everything's been going with them especially the back end, they've been performing just as well as the front end. Yeah. Uh, my, my biggest thing I've been trying to get out all the time on Twitter, tweeting it out there. When can we get all like tires going on the car at the same time? You know, because. It'd be a problem get, then. Yeah. <laughs> like, because if we get our bats on fire, if we get the starting pitching the way it's looking now, and the bullpen not giving up a, a lot of runs and playing defense, like that is a great, we'll say 2013S team of guys put together. You got a lot of young guys on the team, and we can actually make a move for it. If, they, if we get in the wild card, that might be the only time that people will not sit there and want to play us. Because just like we're playing in Arizona, we got sale going. We've got Whitlock going, and we got Halk going. Those are, that's a that's a nice th- you know three people coming up, uh, go, especially going against Arizona. We need to win two out of three. Yeah. So, uh, George, what were your thoughts on uh, the An- Anaheim series? You know, I, I think Bayo and Halk pitched fairly well. Um, you know, like I said, Paxton was kind of due for you know, you know. A little bit of a letdown. I think the offense is tired. I, I, and I said this in my Substack article today. I, you know, they look tired. And I think that the the trip out west, first couple of games, they probably in San Diego. I think they did it on adrenaline. Um, I think the day off is what they need. And I and I, I really hope they put their feet up around the pool or you know whatever, and just took the time, you know, recharge and let's go for let's go and when they hit the the D backs, um, they 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 look. They look like they had nothing in the tank, and they played like it. So, um, you know, I think some yeah, it's, it's a 162 game season. You know, it's the first trip out west. Um, you know, I, I think that they that you know, they're a tired club right now. I think they need a day to recharge, and you know that they can go out there and give it you know, give it everything they got, and then when they're done, they got another day off before they have to face the Reds at home. So, you know, I, th- I think I think you'll see them come out swinging. Big time tomorrow. Yeah, well, we definitely need the, the next two series because after that we got we got Tampa, Cleveland, and the Yankees. So we we have to sit there and clean up on on Arizona. Uh, I think we might uh, miss uh, who's Arizona's top pitcher this year. Gallon. Um, Gal, we might miss Gallon. So yeah, right now they don't have anybody listed for Saturday. Either team doesn't have one, but um. He's not on Friday or Sunday, so that'd be huge because he's he's straight up filth, man. Yeah. So 
we got to if we miss them and we end up losing one of the games, it could it could be it could sit there and look bad. You know, a sweep would be great, but you know, we got to think, you know, this is a West Coast road trip. Uh what was it? A couple of years ago, we we sit there and we started a season on a West Coast road trip and we just looked hor- horrendous and we couldn't get our f- uh, feet back on the ground since then. So the Red Sox traveling across country, you know, and struggling a little bit, it's not nothing new for us. Right. So, uh, yeah, they always struggle on the West Coast. I feel like, I feel like every time we go to Oakland, Oakland, it'll take two out of three, if not sweep, even when they're not even that great. You know what I mean? The last few seasons. Yeah. Oh, if, if we would end up getting, uh, two out of three taken from us or swept by Oakland this year. Uh, wow. You imagine Red Sox Twitter, man. Oh my gosh. I, I would probably, I would probably mute everybody for the first time. <laughs> I think I would just stay off the app. Yeah. Let's not, don't put yourself through it. You know, cause yeah. that would be ugly. Ignorance is bliss sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then, uh, we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. we we'll the uh, Red Sox play Arizona. Uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher for DC and I to catch these games because we're already going to have a little bit longer days uh, going to the AAA affiliate Woo Sox. Wooster? 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 Wooster. Okay, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. So We'll get, but, we'll, uh, we'll get you there, Rick. Don't worry. <laughs> no, uh, uh, every time... Uh, we were there Tuesday, and I I kind of sit there oh. and looked over. I looked over at DC because we're, we're there with the uh, the Woo Sox broadcast team, and I'm I just look over at him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even gonna say it because because the, the, these guys said like, it, and then he tried saying it. No, did he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like all right, correct me, and then he's like, no, I'm not gonna say it, and then he says it. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 they were probably looking like, yeah, yeah, you're definitely from Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, yeah we, we, we don't pronounce ours in New England. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Arizona's you know series we we got a coming up. So uh, George, what, what are your thoughts about the Arizona series coming up? If we hopefully miss uh, Zach Allen, yeah, if we let's let's hope and pray that you know Zach Allen's you know not in the mix over the weekend. Uh, DC put it right. He's filthy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I like to watch him pitch, but please not against us. Um, I, I, as I said, I think this team is tired. I think the day off is exactly what they need. I think the, the offense is going to come out roaring. You know, they're, they're a proud bunch of guys. And when they get going, they are relentless. So, you know, they're due to get back on track and start punishing people. And I fully anticipate that, for at least two and hopefully three of those games, you know, the, the D-backs are the victim. D-backs are a good team, but I think that with what we have going on the mound, you know, with a, what I hope to be a rejuvenated offense, I think that this will that this should be a good series for the Sox. Yeah, uh, Arizona is in second place in their division, yeah. only a game and a half back, 29 wins so far this season. So it, it's it's a different team that they have there. It is, and they're, they're a very – they're, they're young, they're hungry, and they're out to prove that they belong. You know, everybody's talking about the Dodgers and the Padres, you know, and kind of forgetting about them. Um, and they're saying, ah, guys, don't forget about us. You know, we're here and, you know, we can hurt you. So yeah, they're, they've been a nice nice surprise. And, and like I said, they got a guy like Gallon who will kill you. 
So, yeah, uh, you know, you look at their division and compare it to ours. It, it's they're all four out of the five of them could be playoff teams. Yep. You know, the Giants. Yes. Padres, Arizona, and the Dodgers. Like that that division's tough. You know, and and Arizona is hanging in there just like the Red Sox are hanging in there. You know, what, what was it? A week and a half ago, uh, we were, and I think we were the fourth best team in baseball, right? you know, w- with our record. And, and that's just, that's crazy to sit there and think that. But yeah. so let's, uh, let's sit there and talk a little bit with George. A, th- a third of the season is down and over with almost. And George, why why don't you tell everybody the idea that went through your head that you, you know, brought up to us? So I was thinking, you know, baseball conveniently you would be divided into three pieces, uh, three parts of the season, you know, 54 games a piece. Um, yeah, the first 54 games, you see what you came out of spring training with, see what works, see what doesn't, and what your strengths and your weaknesses are. The next 54, you get to fix what you didn't fix in spring training, and then the last 54, you you play it out and see what happens. Um, you know, we're coming up to the, you know, we're 50 games right now. Um, you know, we're coming into the, the end of the, the first third of the season. The, you know, you know, Bloom is taking a look at things, and mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun to, you know, for maybe, you know, maybe the three of us sit down and say, hey, if I was Heim Bloom, what would I do? Uh, and, you know, it requires, you know, we're, we're fans. So we always want to see the best in our players and we want to see this. It takes that half a step back and says, okay, if I'm the, if I'm the general manager of this team, I have to have a, a pretty clear eye perspective of what's going on. So, you know, I said, well, this might be fun and say, you know, let's, you know, let's see what's going on. What we think of strengths and weaknesses, and yeah, maybe spitball some trades or some th- moves that they could make. That would be would be fun. Everybody else is going to start doing it, so why don't we get ahead of the curve? So, exactly. So, <clears throat> let's sit there and let's play. High, uh, we're Heim Bloom. Okay. So, trade deadlines looming. We're we're going to say we're in contention because it looks like we're we're still in contention. Uh. DC, do you think the Red Sox are going to be buyers or sellers? Uh, buyers. I think uh, they continue to play like they are. Um, I think they're going to be buyers. I think there's a lot of pressure and, you know, how they, the, the, the whole debacle, if they were going to buy or sell last year, I think they're going to pick a, a side and, and run with it. Um, this team has proved that they can fight, you know, three games above 500 right now, if I'm, if I'm correct. Uh, I, I, I think they're buyers. They have to be, you know, at this point, we're one of the best teams in baseball as far as, I mean, a uh, record. I mean, if you don't look at the, the ALE standings, but um, I think for sure we're buyers. If not, I'm going to be pretty pissed if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. So George, would you like to do the honors? Sure. And start and, and start us off. Okay. So if I were high bloom, uh, I'd be a little skinnier, uh, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, I think if you looked at the strengths and weaknesses of this club, I think right now you could clearly say the starting pitching is starting to become a strength with Sale, Paxton, Bayo, Hulk. You're going to presume that Whitlock's going to come back and give you something. Okay. I mean, you know, he, he's do a break. He's due to come back and not 
get some nagging injury to, to take him off. God knows he's got a great arm. Let's use it. Um, the, the, the back end of their bullpen, Rodriguez, you know, Martin and Jansen is good. They need a little bit more help there. Their middle, you know, their long relief, Winkowski and Crawford, it's a nice problem to have. Um, you know, let's see what Pavetta and maybe Kluber give you. Um, their offense is a strength. There are some weaknesses, you know, um, Casas is one. Uh, I, I, he has underperformed. Yeah, he's hit a couple of bombs, but, you know, the consistency of him going pole to pole, you know, in his hitting approach, it just hasn't been there this year. Um, you know, uh, you know, as I see it, the defense is average. And I, I think that, you know, maybe that's okay. Where I think that, the, where I think that their biggest needs are is I, I think given the injury history and, you know, some other things, I would not be disappointed if they went out and got another starter. They need more offense from first base. They need to resolve second base and shortstop. Okay. All the things that were said about, you know, guys like Story coming back and, and all the rest, you know, those have, you know, a lot of what if scenarios. So I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, you know, you, you have internal options, you have external options. For a starter, right now they've got Brandon, they got Walter down in the minors. He could come up and you know he could spot you. He could he could tag along as your number five if you needed him. Probably first before Pavetta, because Pavetta's got to really prove something, and, that, and that's been a disappointment to me because I love the guy. Um, relievers, you know they've still got you know they still got Sheriff. They got AJ Politi, who seems to be doing really well. Um, the reports coming back from old friend Caleb Order is learned to throw another pitch. So who knows? They may roll the dice one more time. Um, you know, first base, is it time to give Bobby Dahl back his last shot? You know, uh, who knows? Uh, then the question is going to be when Story comes back, where does he play? Does he play shortstop? I don't think he should. I think perhaps they should move him to second base. Uh, you know, he's just had an arm procedure, which is not Tommy John, but it's supposed to be something less than that. I don't want to risk him hurting himself again. So put him to second base. It's not the, the bullet throw you have to make from the hole. And then you have to fix shortstop. Now, the short-term solutions are Kike, to some extent Valdez, probably not, and Reyes. And Arroyo can spot you there, too. I think there's a need there that needs to be filled. So, you know, they still have middle infield issues, in my opinion. You know, I think when we talk about making trades, I got some ideas on the board. They have some moving pieces. I think they need to add some people. They have some internal possibility of fixing some holes. You know, like I said, Walter, um, you know, maybe they they try the kid Rohan, bring him up. You know, maybe they've got lightning in a bottle with him. He certainly, you know, he, he certainly calmed down a little bit. Yeah, you know, when he went to AAA, he was lights out and double. You know, maybe this kid's got the makeup to just say, "Hey, I'm going to come out and do it." You know, they got some other guys down there for for relievers. You know, in Darmody and Broadway, um, whatever. Again, I think right now they're using the revolving door at second base. It's working. 
but that's a short-term solution. Even if Chang comes back, that's a short-term solution. With these guys, more is less. And I think they need to come back and make a decision. That's why I think Story is second makes a much better play. Shortstop, it's been a problem. I think Kike, when Kike tries to do too much, he hurts the team, whether it be on the field or, you know, at shortstop or, or you know, when he's at the plate. When he stays within himself, he's good. When he tries to do, do that, the you know, come along and, you know, hey, I got to do this, that's when he hurts himself and the team. You know, he, you see it. He tries to make this spectacular play from deep in the hole. Next thing you know, it's in the third row of the stands, you know. At, to that expense also, I've seen a couple of times where Cassis should have come off the bag, you know, and, you know, saved him a little bit. But, you know, he, when he tries to do too much, it's too much. I, I would say the outfield is – if you put Kike back in the outfield, the outfield's fine to keep rotating around. You get Duvall back. Now you can make some plays if you had Kike in center field. Duvall's a corner outfielder and a good one. So, you know, that strengthens you and, and, and mm-hmm. has a better – rotation as well that may mean that you know a guy like ref snyder sticks and they could move toppy if it's you know you know maybe some you know left-handed specialist or something like that uh you know or somebody with him to the last you get you know so there's a lot of good things happening um i think that you know as i i'm looking at my notes here there's a lot there's a lot of good things that can happen i think they need to make a decision you know everybody's saying you know oh story's going to come back and play short stuff uh, let's give the guy a break a little bit. You know, he's come back from surgery and sooner than we thought, let's not kill his arm again. Cause if we do that, there's nobody to blame. There's nobody to blame, but the you know team management for that. So. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I like, the, I like a lot of your points. Uh, I do like the story when he come back being a second base. Uh, I definitely think that, you know, with, we have Marcelo Meyer being able to come up in a, in a, in a little bit, he could be our future shortstop there. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, DC, what about you? What are you thinking? All right. I have a couple ideas. Um, I grew with George as far as uh, my, my main two things were attack a, a starting uh, pitching position, um, get one of those in. If you could try to get like a top of the, you know, top of the rotation type of guy, um, put us over the hump because I think that would make us a real contender, you know, when it's all said and done. Um, and then also middle infield. But, uh, my idea was I actually was talking to my buddy who's a, a Cubs fan the other day. It was because I saw an, uh, an article. Um, I wouldn't mind if they went out for a guy like uh, Marcus Stroman. He's a free agent at the end of the year. It's a rental. Um, they have the money to pay him if they want to, you know, sign him to a deal after the season. Uh, right now, I think he has like a two nine four ERA. He's been striking out guys at a pretty decent clip. Um, his command's been there. And I, I, I've always liked him. He has experience in the AL East, you know, being with uh, Toronto for those couple of years. Um, and, I, and I just love the fire that he has. I think he, uh, he pitches a lot of motion. And I think he just – he loves playing the game. Um, and I love guys like that. So, as far as starter, I'm thinking Marcus Stroman, a guy like that, go out. Like I said, it's going to be a rental. So, I don't think it's going to cost as much if, you know, obviously if he had a one or two or three years on his deal of team control. Um, and then the only thing that with that is, you know, who would you move to the bullpen? Uh Obviously, you never, you know, Paxton's doing really well, but you never know if he's going to get hurt. Um, so that could that could always be being play in July. You don't know what the rotation could look like. There could be nobody hurt. There could be the whole rotation could get hurt, you know, you know, the way baseball goes. Um, so it's either, you know, Whitlock or Hauk end up in the bullpen at some point. Don't kill me. I know Hauk just destroyed it, you know, the last few games, um, made it to the seventh inning through the third round of the or 
third way to uh, turn through the uh, order. Um, but obviously, if you get a guy like Marcus Stroman, you got to make some sort of move. And that's a good problem to have, especially, you know, with the injuries that do happen. As far as middle infield, I'm on the same I'm in the same boat as you, George, and uh, you as well, Josh. Uh, I would like Story at second base when he gets back, you know, take some tension off his arm, you know, not so far throws. And then a guy that I also, I'm a big fan of, you know, just watching him play. I wouldn't mind if they went after a guy like Tim Anderson. He has one more, or this is his last year on his uh, seven year. He has a team option next, uh, next for 2024. Um, I, I love him as a player. I think he's, you know, he'll be an excellent defender. He'll he'll hit 300 for you. I know he's struggling this year, but I honestly just doesn't, I don't think he wants to be there. I think uh, Chicago is just kind of uh, volatile right now. Um, but I'd love to get a guy like that. And I think honestly, we could pay him if we wanted to. I know, I know obviously we have Meyer coming up in the next, uh, you know, year or two. Um, we have story for another five years after this year, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I wouldn't mind, you know, taking a flyer on Anderson and, you know, pick up the team option if he does well here, you know, in the second half of the season. And then, uh, honestly, other than that, I wouldn't do much. Obviously, maybe, you know, figure something out with Casas. Um, eventually, he's got to figure it out or, you know, you got you to do something. I know he hasn't been as bad as, as is, you know, some of his numbers say, but, you know, he's got to – there's some tweaks he needs to make to his, uh, his adjustments. There is an uh, approach at the plate. Um, and yeah, we have young guys down there, you know, you know, pitching prospects that, you know, people in the bullpen get hurt. But I'm I'm pretty I'm happy with the bullpen. Um, obviously, Kluber kind of scares me. I'm not sure where he kind of fits in there, especially when we already have a guy like Pavetta, who's a multi-inning guy. Um, I think ultimately, you know, Kluber gets DFA'd. And then maybe one last thing. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of McGuire, Reese McGuire. Um, I have never really been. I, I try to give him a shot. I I know he has some, you know, some offense, but uh, he's getting ran all over, you know, with the, the base runners just stealing every bag they can against him. And um, honestly, I either send him down or DFA him and bring up Alfaro. I, uh, I don't know, I'm a big fan of Alfaro. I think he has a lot of pop off the bench, and I think that's something that we don't have, you know, in the, you know, with the, the catcher that, you know, plays the days that Wong doesn't. Um, and then obviously we have a lot of people come back, Story, Duvall, we're pretty set all the way around other than, like I said, I think starting pitching, we could use one more that would put us over the hump and uh, middle infield. Like George said, I don't like the revolving door. I'm kind of like, I like having a set, you know, a set position player, especially at the, you know, a shortstop position. That's a pretty important position on the field. Um, so I, I would like to have somebody there long-term. Obviously I know, like I said, we have Meyer coming up eventually, but I don't like how we have, you know, Kike there. And then, you know, one day, Reyes has been awesome for us since we got him and he's played some excellent defense, but I don't think he can produce at the plate as much as, you know, as well as he has in the short term he's been with us. But um, yeah, I'd say uh, go get a guy like Marcus Stroman, try to, you know, get a deal for Tim Anderson and uh, either let Stroman walk, or if you like what he did, throw him a deal at the end of the year. And uh, same with Tim Anderson. If he, if he performs well and you think he has a piece here, throw you know, pick up that team option next year. But uh I think overall we're in a pretty decent spot and I know we're only three games above 500, but um, I, uh, I think we're in a great spot, especially with the injuries that we've had and we're going to have guys coming back at the right time. And uh, yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a fun summer, but that's what I would do if I was a uh, man. I, I, I love that Tim Anderson uh, deal. Hey, he's still like, my <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. No, that's all right. No, that's good. Cause I got, I got a couple of others too. So, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a little bit on both. You got like we, we need one more starting pitcher, uh, 
I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking a little bit different starting pitcher, someone that maybe we could sign for long term, but then that would probably take us completely out of the Shohei Otani uh, talks. <laughs> I know I know a guy out in Milwaukee that will love to get out of there real quick. I'm telling you right now, I purposely didn't say him because I knew you were going to say him. I, I sit there and I love me some Corbin Burns. Yep. But what we might have to get rid of, that's going to be the issue. Because we might have to end up giving up somebody like a uh, Brian Mata or a Brandon Walter or possibly even both. I can see them went like Raphael or like Casas too, to be honest with you, and a, and a proven starter. Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna have to get have to give them. Me personally, see, there there's a name that I would be willing to trade that you guys haven't really brought up for trade bait, but I don't know what we can get for him. I'd be willing to give give up Kike Hernandez. I don't know if we'd get much to be honest with you. No, you know the. To, to try to throw him out there, uh, we have two like we have way too many in, uh, middle infielders now, and like George said, Kike belongs in the outfield. Yep. But we've already got, in my opinion, a nice set outfield. You know, we got Massa, we've got Verdugo, we've got uh, Jaron Duran, who's did a complete one eighty. And then we also got uh, Rep Snyder, who has been killing it coming up, you know, in his against lefties. So that means Tapia is the odd man out. That means uh, Kike, what do we do with him? Do, do we put him on the bench as a utility guy? He has value there. I mean, he can, he'll, he'll do you fine in the outfield and, you know, Second base is probably the better position for him than shortstop, you know, especially yeah. if you're trying to be careful with story. So, so you know, that's the thing. Me personally, uh, if we want to go for a, a bullpen option to kind of help us out, I love a guy out in Colorado who's got a few years under his belt. I like me Brad Hand. I wouldn't mind going out and getting him as a veteran reliever. Uh, it's a rental, you know. Where he can come in and, and kind of kind of help us out a little bit uh, in the bullpen. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Brad Hand? I, I wouldn't mind it too much. Um, he doesn't throw too hard, right? I think he's a kind of like a control guy. Yeah, he, he, he's, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of what Kluber's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, that, that, well, that scares me even more now. Uh, no, he's been he's been decent. He was on uh, Philly last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's not bad. Uh, I know he's closed in a couple areas. I was a closer in some places that he pitched. Um, he closed, I think, in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. I you can always you can never have too many uh, bullpen arms, and I don't think it would take a lot of money. I think it would honestly be a player to be named later or some Damn. something like that. So yeah, I mean, take a flyer on him. Uh, just add some depth, just in case uh, Chris Martin gets hurt or you know Jansen goes down, you know, at any point. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. I, I doubt he's making that much money. Yeah, and he's certainly a, a better option than Kluver right now. 
Oh, for sure. Oh, so, I, I, yeah. I, I would I would give them give them a player to be named later. I'd give them Kluber, and I'd pay Kluber's whole contract to get him yeah. off the team. I, so. I, yeah, I mean, I this this I mean, there's a whole bunch of relievers that if you wanted to go start picking up bodies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think uh, DC, you're right. Chicago's a mess. Okay. So, you know, Tim Anderson, you know, he was on my list, you know, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, so was, so was Burns. Uh, so, so uh, I, I guess my biggest problem is, you know, what, you know, what do you, what do you want to give up? Okay. Uh, you know, there are some, there's some bullpen arms out there. Uh, you know, you, you know, you really want to roll the dice. You can go. To, you can go knocking the door with the the Royals and say, "Hey, roll this Chaplin, Chapman, right?" Yeah, thanks, no thanks. I've seen this act before. Yeah, he can throw hundred miles an hour, but his head is all messed up, and he's got some other baggage that goes goes with it. Oh yeah. Um, you know Burns. You know, uh, I, you know. My thought was the best deal that Heim could do would have been both Burns and Anderson. You know. Uh, you, you're going to have to give something up to get Burns uh, in terms of pitching. So it would probably cost you a Walter, probably a Mata, and maybe a Rafaela, you know, to get him. You know, because he's got, he's only 10.1 this year, and, you know, he's in his final year of arbitration next year. He's got the sour taste in his mouth after the Brewers just messed him over for a couple of bucks. Talk, talk about the worst thing you can do in baseball. I mean, Dude, they, that's they just basically, what they did. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, you know, you what you basically said to the guy, "Yeah, we're going to screw you over," and you know, he's kind of like, "Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to get the last laugh when I walk out." You know, it was then, like what 750k. It, yeah, it was it really was nothing. And you know, I, I understand Milwaukee's a you know a mid market team, but for over 750k, really to have one of the better pitches in baseball suddenly get you know be ticked off at you, yeah, no thanks. Didn't they, didn't they uh, tell like they were basically brought up in the hearing about they ba- like basically blamed him for them uh, losing in the postseason? Yeah, that's and, crazy, and, man. And, and that's, that's when they brought in all the stat the stat geeks and you know loaded the loaded the whiteboard with you know this is what you're not doing, and all the guy does is go out there and pitch his, his brains out and, and it helps you win games. You know, like what are you doing? You know, yeah, that's. If you want to face the franchise, and he's a competitor and a good guy to boot, mm-hmm. you, know, he, you know he's disappointed. He, you know, a little hopped off about the whole thing, but you know he's handled it well. But yeah, if they offered him a chance to leave, he'd walk to Boston, you know, just to get out of there. I agree. Yeah, the that'd other be awesome guy, if we got him. The other guy, and it would cost you. You'd have to empty the. You have to empty the farm system to get him. Front of the line starter is Alcantara. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't, I, I, and Red, I think you're right. You know, if you're going to make that bold a move, you're out of the the Otani sweepstakes come the fall. I'm not so sure the Red Sox are going to be in it because I think New York is going to going to hang large American dollars in front of him. You know, it's just like this is this is kind of like Steinbrenner s kind of stuff. You know, anybody but nobody but us is going to do this. I think he I think he'd fit well here. I think with Massa here, the two of them, you know. There's the loneliness factor, you know, being away from home, you know, 
the other option is, and I and don't be surprised. My my guess is, and and, and I'm, I'm serious about this. I think he ends up in Seattle. Yeah. You know, I think I he does because, you know, he's it's you know it's close enough to Japan, and he, you know Ichiro had a tremendous series there. It's not the the fan base is is, is appreciative, but they're not like you know don't throw you under a microscope. You know, kind of like with the Dodgers, like the A's, uh, I'm sorry, the Angels do right now. Nice fan base, but, you know, they'll leave you in the seventh inning if things are going bad. So, you know, yeah. they're not out there to bleed you. Um, yeah, there's bullpen ops all over the place that you can take a flyer on, you know. Uh, you know, like I said, the, the probably the White Sox might be the best option there. You know, you got, you know, Liam Hendricks and, you know, Maybe a, maybe a cease. I mean, if they if they could throw in the white flag and say we're done, they could have a fire sale. You know, even uh, uh, Graveman. Yeah, be bad another too. one. Yeah, uh, you know, so you know, a guy like Hendricks wouldn't hurt you. You know, he'd be yeah. he'd be fine, and you know, cease as well. You know, both of you could give you the the back end. You know, in case something happened that you, you needed it. And as I said, the White Sox, I think, are ready to go into fire sale mode. Uh, and quite frankly, there's not enough. There's not enough in Oakland I want. You know, in terms of other teams that are doing bad. Yeah. So, you know, uh, that. You know, the other option, first base, and I, and this was the, this was kind of like the wild one, throwing it out there for. You know, if you really wanted to do something that what I would call a mid-level splash, is go out and get Goldie, from the cards. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, you know, he's getting 26 million this year and 26 million next year. Okay. The season's half over. You keep you on the competitive balance tax for this year. You probably would probably cost you, I'm thinking, Dahlbeck, uh, Walter, and Abreu. Okay. First baseman to replace him. Uh, Cardinals want pitching because. You know, they're going to need it uh, down the road. And a brave outfielder that, you know, he's done enough things to make somebody want him. Uh, I don't think the cards are going to be in it this year. They they look like they're all messed up. Um, I don't know. That's, that was just the other big splash I thought that Heim could do. Uh, that would make sense. Could bring you a bat, good defense. And, you know, with Casas nearby, could help mentor him, you know, a little bit. Okay. The guy's a class act, you know. So, I, you know, I think that was my that was my kind of like off the board kind of thought. Bring him in, and you know, it would still keep you under the CBT for this year. I like yeah, that a lot. I, I do. I love that Goldschmidt uh, trade because right now we're kind of struggling at first base. Yeah, you know, and even even if you wanted to send Casas back down for a little bit to. You know, work on things. You still got JT that can back that would be able to back up Goldsmith. So, yeah. you know, it, it's I, I don't I don't not like it. This 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 hinges on the fact that you know they don't give Bobby his one last shot. Okay, I think Bobby's gone. I think that you know this is his t- this is his time he's had it. I think I think Bloom's kind of had it with him. Uh, you know, the promise has been there, but it hasn't. Re- I don't want to call him a four A player. I think he can prove himself in a a non competitive situation. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you send them to the A's, but I don't know for what. You know, that's why I think going to St. Louis, you know, I think St. Louis could be back again next year. I just don't see it this year. I think that they lost too much. Uh, they made some questionable offseason signings. Um, but I think I think he blossomed there. You know, the fans are very supportive. You know, they're very they're one of the nicest fan bases in the you know in MLB. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. very they support their players, and you know you don't get the screaming like you do, you know, in New York, Boston, Chicago, Philly, you know, to name a few. Uh, you know, so I you know that might be a good move for him. You know, uh, but yeah, Goldschmidt would absolutely I think um, that would be you talk about leadership. You know, guys like he and Turner, you know, in your clubhouse. There you go. Huge. Yeah, that would that would do a giant step forward and say, "Hey, we're serious, and you know what? We think we might be able to, you know, you know, bring the championship home this year." And it certainly positions you if you want to keep him for next year. Great. Yeah. And if you don't, what a trade ship to have. Exactly. Right? You know. So yeah, I think that works. So, let's play a quick little game. I'm going to name a. Uh, a prospect in our farm system, and you say, would you trade them? Trade or stay? We're going to go trade or stay. Okay? Okay. Let's start with Marcelo Meyer. George? No, you don't trade him. He stays. DC? It'd be a goddamn riot if they ever trade that guy. He stays. Okay. We're going to go with the number two prospect who's in the majors, Tristan Casas. DC? Uh, stay, George. Unless for the right for the right deal, I would trade him. But it, uh, it would have well, to be a pretty significant well, piece. Would you trade him for either a Corbin Burns or a Paul Goldschmidt? Knowing that you yeah. had Bobby, knowing the only person you had was Bobby Dahlbeck to back him up for quite some yes. time. For those two, I would. Okay, reluctantly, but I would. For Burns, for sure, but. Goldie, obviously Goldie's yeah. amazing. Um, you get him for half, you know, half this year, then next year, yeah. you're, you know, you're really, you know, you're sacrificing the future. But um, I think, like George said, the intangible is the leadership, uh, the mentorship yeah. that he could offer to even Dal, you know, Dalbuck. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would trade him in a deal for one of those two. Definitely Corbin Burns. I throw in one more, Josh. Yeah. Uh, I, I do him for Alcantara too. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, those are the three. Those would be three. I'd say, yeah. Go ahead. But other yeah. than that, no. Sedania Rafaela, George. I'd move him in the right deal. I think that. I, I think that they can. I think that they can piece together an outfield. He's got. He's got some plus sides, but. Yeah, I, I in the right deal. Yeah, I'd move him. DC, I would say stay. Other than the right deal, you know, kind of what we just talked about with uh, Casas. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's going to do great things. But uh, obviously, if you can make you know a big splash and get a a young guy like you know, yeah, I mean, get Burns on Contra um, yeah. in a heartbeat, I would do it. Even for Goldie, I think I'd even throw him in there. I wouldn't throw too much after him for Goldie, but. Um, no. Yeah, but uh, other than those three guys, or you know, there's obviously other players that you know you wish you could have, but realistically, um, I would say stay. But for the right deal, I'd let him go. Nick York, DC. I would move him. Not not saying I'm not a fan of him, but I uh, 
I, I'd I'd be okay with a you know parted ways with him. George, I think he stays because I think they're trying to pair him up with uh, Meyer. I think yeah. they're trying to create the deep double play combination in the future, and they want them to come up within, you know, a close proximity of each other, so that they become a you know a solid tandem at short and second. So I think yeah. I, I think he stays. In, in my opinion, I, I think York should have been in Triple A by now, but they want that playing time, like you said, with with Marcelo down in Double A. And Marcelo, I am waiting for the day that he gets sent to Portland because I'll I'll be at the next game. It's, yeah. it's a 20 minute drive from the house, guys. That's it's awesome. crazy. <laughs> uh, Brian Mata, George. No, he no, he stays. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I've seen a pitch. You know, he's he's a little he's hurt right now, but man, there's too much upside again. Right deal. You know, you lose him in an Alcantara in a, in a burn situation, he'd be one of the guys that they'd want. So, yeah, I, I, I keep him. DC. I agree. He stays. Uh, let's go with a little 18-year-old rookie, Miguel Blias, DC. I think he stays. Okay. I think he's too. I think he's too young to move him just right now. Um, you gotta, you know, you gotta give him a couple years, see what he can do. Agreed. Yeah, he stays. Uh, let's go with uh, Valdez. We we already seen a little bit of him uh, up in the majors. George, who are you asking? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh go ahead, Jesse. Go ahead. Uh, I say stay. I think they might move him. I think he goes. Uh, I think you've seen. I think I think that you know they've created maybe a market for him. He you know he he can hit. Um, from the left side, uh, he is what he is. He's at, at best an average defender, but you knew that coming in. I think he's created a market for himself. He'll the way he hits, he'll always find a spot in the roster. And if you flip him for, and if you flip him for some bullpen help, you don't lose. But I think he, I think he could go. Yeah, you know what? Especially with all the injuries, if there's coming back, um, we're gonna have a, a log jam there. Yep. I'm a fan of him. I hope he, I hope he does stick around. I love the kid, but yeah, yeah I, think he, he, I, think, I think he has some value. But he it's could cool. definitely. You're right. He could definitely. Uh, he could be that one piece that you know pushes the trade ahead. You know, if they're talking with anybody. So yeah. yeah. Let's go for our second to last one, young kid, Blaze Jordan. Stay. I think this year he stays. But if the promise does not mature a little bit, um, he could be part of something in the offseason. But for right now, he stays. And last but not least, DC and I seen him firsthand on Tuesday. David Hamilton. DC, let's start with you. See, I have recency bias because I just saw him destroy two home runs, you know. Um I mean, I think he stays this year. I, I could see him kind of like what he just, you know, what George just said for the last one. Um, I think he could, for Blaze Jordan, I think he could be something we move in the offseason for a piece. I, I don't see them moving him now, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. I mean, obviously, you know, he can 
he can do some damage. But uh, like I said, I don't want to use, you know, the one game that I saw him in real life uh, and two home runs back to back, you know, kind of deter me. But I could see him getting moved, but I think he stays this year. George? Um, you guys saw him play. Uh, I saw some of him in spring training. How, oops, how, how good, how reasonable is his defense? Uh, he was he was really uh, cat like on defense. That they had him playing shortstop, and he looked really good. Uh, Fitz Fitzgerald was I think playing second. No, no, yeah. no, yeah, he was. But yeah, I think second no, no, is, no, yeah. no, no, no. Fitz was playing. Hold on, I got the picture right here. Uh, yeah, Fitzgerald was playing second. Uh, Hamilton was playing shortstop. The, those two look great together, in my opinion. So, I mean, I love his speed. Okay, you know, I mean, he's he he's a nightmare for any catcher. You know, if once he gets on base, you know, he's starting to hit home runs. The question is, what he really needs to do is get on base. You know, consistently, you know, with a walk, uh, you know, a, a single because he's a terror on the base paths. I, I agree with DC. I think he's I think he's here for the season, but you know, there's enough promise there that somebody will I, some some organization somewhere will say, I'll get the last piece out of him that'll make him come up to the next level. And but yeah, he's intriguing as heck. Uh I, I honestly question, you know, do the Red Sox trust him enough? Why haven't they brought him up? Because, you know, you know, TK has seeded some doubts, you know in the management mindset right now. And I think the only reason it hasn't happened is because I think AC is probably interceded for him. I think he's like I said, I think he stays this year and, you know, bets are off, you know, come October. Yeah. So guys, uh, you know, we sit there and we made up some pretty good trades. Uh, you know, we would love to have Alicantro. We'd have, you know, Burns, Tim Anderson playing shortstop. I like uh, that. You know, that was really nice. Uh, Goldschmidt, you know, that would be an amazing piece to add for us there. You know, it, it, I guess it really all depends, like, like who's going to be the sellers. If we look at right now the standings, uh, yeah, Kansas City, who's probably going to sell the White Sox, heck, Cleveland, Cleveland's you know, four and a half back right now. Cleveland might have a possibility to be selling. Well, we all know Oakland's selling everything, including their the ballpark. Uh, you know, it's just tough Washington, to have a AAA team in the MLB. Yeah, that, that that's that's, in, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel terrible for those fans. You know, we Cincinnati, you know, could be selling. Yep. Uh, and and then we got Colorado, so you know. We, we, the Nationals. Yeah, you know it would be a good one, actually? Crone from Colorado when he's yes. not hurt. Oh, yeah. Crone yeah. would, would be a great uh, little pickup for us. You know, had, yeah, Colorado's got a couple of nice young arms in the bullpen and Sutter and Marquis that, yeah. you know, you could pry those kids loose. That would be good. The Nats? I don't know. Who knows? Um yeah, but the A's, oof. you're right, triple-A ball club already. I, I think 
the fire sale is on and, you know, they're just waiting to get to, to Vegas. Vegas. And, you know, then they'll spend all kinds of money. Oh, they're going to have to, to to fill that ballpark in Vegas. They won't have a problem. So, yeah, they'll, but, they'll be good. But, uh, guys, uh, you know, episode 20, uh, GM in the book. So, uh, George, uh, hit us up with some final thoughts. For all the preseason talk about this club was going nowhere, they, you know, there's nothing here. Um, I was on the positive side. I, I, I saw the moves they made. I saw the, subtra- you know, the, the additions, the subtractions, and said this is a different ball club. And you know, right now being three games over 500, you know, if you you figure it out, they're going to be even if they maintain the current pace that they're on, they're going to be somewhere between nine and 12 games over. At this rate, at the end of the season, they're going to be somewhere between nine and 12 games over 500. That's a major improvement over what they did last year. Yeah, I think they're I think they're a playoff caliber ball club. I think the, the starting pitching's got to settle down. I, I think the offense head needs to become more consistent. I think that happens perhaps when you get a Duvall back. Um, you know, because now you can you now you have a, a power corner outfielder once you know mm-hmm. who's playing a little bit out of position, but you know there, there are some things that you can do, and then consistency. And they absolutely have to figure out the middle infield roller coaster. And last but not least, Casas. You know, I've been waiting for him to do his Dustin Pedroia imitation. Hasn't happened yet. So this is why, you know, my idea was, you know, get going, get somebody like Goldie and just, you know, bite the bullet and say, hey, we made a mistake. He's not quite ready yet. He he will be, but, you know, we, we play to win. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and George, why don't you let everybody know where to where they can read your articles at while you're at it? Sure, uh, I have a Substack. It's uh, pun to the pesky pole. Um, you know, it's 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 on Substack. I usually I will when I post on Twitter, you'll see it. You'll see it there. Uh, pun to uh, the pesky pole at Substack dot com. Uh, as I was telling you guys, I started doing this about the same time you guys started doing this. So. Um, yeah, it's been uh, this has been fun. This has been a great time. I, I've had a blast tonight. Uh, so that's where you can find, that's where you can read me. Uh, you know, I, unless I'm really hopped up on something, I've been a little bit tamer on Twitter than I was. Although, give give me a bad call or give me a situation I hate, and I'll be on fire again. But I've been kind of sitting back in, in reserve a little bit. So, you know, we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> DC, what about you, my man? Final thoughts? Yeah, I uh, agree with everything George just said. Um, looking forward to them kind of, you know, taking this off day, you know, get some rest, coming back tomorrow, get, you know, a little refueled. Um, I think they come out. I think they take two out of three at least. I think uh, Sale has a good game. I think he carries that momentum that he's had. Same thing with uh, Hauk on Sunday. Um, interested to see who we put out there on Saturday, and the same with uh, with um, them on Saturday as well. But uh we do have a tough matchup on Sunday. We have Hauk against uh, Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly's got a sub three ERA. He's been pitching well. Um, but yeah, just uh, excited to see how they, they respond. And, you know, they're a very streaky team. I think they could come back out and win the next six. You know, I think it's very possible, you know, take these three, come back and go home and take them from uh, Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm optimistic. We have a lot of people on the injured list that are going to be coming back here, you know, at, just at the right time. Um, other than that, I just want to say thank you to George for the idea. Uh, you know, for your support, you've been 
honestly probably one of our first supporters, you know, and uh, and our number one supporter. You know, your kind words mean a lot. Uh, your DMs, man, uh, we appreciate you taking time listening to us. Um, just appreciate you coming on. Really do. We appreciate your support, man. You're uh, seem like a great guy. Um, love talking baseball with you. Definitely want to have you on. You know, more frequently. You know, I'd love to. Oh, it's real easy to, to to support you guys. You guys are great. You guys are good guys. Yeah, you're, you're good fans. Um, yeah, you know you, you know the game. It's, it's I love talking baseball with you guys. This is this is this is the best. You know, Appreciate and then it, you know we've got you know we get some other you know we've got Melissa and the and the gang and just it's it's what makes it all fun. So absolutely, um, this is great. And I thank you very much for the kind words as well. But you guys are awesome. So Appreciate it. George, I can sit there and say uh, I knew we had something special with you when I just put out the podcast at like nine o'clock at night, and all of a sudden we get I get a DM from you ten o'clock at night, and and you're, and you're like, dude, I got a shirt idea. Let's throw some dirt on it, and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I love it, you know. And, and we got yo, we got to talk to Erickson about that, bro. I I know we got to sit there and, and get uh get that one could be the next one that we throw out there. You know, we'll, we'll do the whole, uh, the whole thing. George laid out for us. You know, and, we could do too. In the, in like the bottom corner, we could, uh, have him, uh, do his little, do a signature with his initials and we'll put it down on the bottom. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, yeah, these things pop into my head and, you know, it's like, you know, and I'll share them before they die of loneliness. So no, no, that's awesome. No, I, I know John. I've heard him say it probably a thousand times since you messaged him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it's just one of those things that pops in your head, and it's like when you see guys like him, it's like man, you know, it just fits, you know. So yeah, I've said it a million times. If JD would have uh, got hit like that, he'd still be on the IL. <laughs> oh Jesus, the JD slander. No. <laughs> Yeah, but he's he's not wrong, you know. It's like no, no, you're right, you're you know, right. It, so I got a soft spot for Julio, you know. I love that dude, but no, you're right though. He uh, he didn't have it the last year, or so he just looked off last year. Yeah, yeah. he did. So, guys, want to thank you guys all for you know listening to us. Make sure you head on over to our YouTube page. You know, hit the sub button, follow us, check out all the videos that we put up there of each episode uh, we have. But as for my man, DC, my man, George, I am the writ. See you guys next time when DC and I are live from PNC field. All right. (laughs) Till next time.